the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, your kids probably weren't excited about going back to school. Generally, they'd rather stay home, sleep in. So I guess we shouldn't be surprised that uh, Columbus City school teachers have the exact same attitude. They don't want to go back to school either. Supposed to start in a couple of days. Unlikely to happen because the Columbus City school teachers, their union, has voted to go on strike. They are picketing right now. Uh, by a 94% vote last night at the convention center, the uh, Columbus Education Association voted to go out on strike, and they're carrying signs today that say, among other things, Columbus students deserve. I got to stop right there because I really hate the word deserve. Really hate that word. Uh, we don't want what we really deserve in uh, an eternal perspective. Uh, circumstance, but I I hate the entitlement of the word deserve. And so by putting that on their signs, Columbus teachers show you that they are entitled. But I digress. Back to the sign. Columbus students deserve, colon, smaller class sizes, art, music, and PE. Okay. Um, do the Columbus teachers know the difference between needs and wants. I would categorize smaller class sizes, art, music, and PE as wants. In a perfect world, which I don't think we live in one because Joe Biden's president, uh, in a perfect world, you get all that. You get art, music, and PE. And maybe smaller class sizes too. Uh, but the uh, Columbus City Schools are not exactly awash in funding. In fact, the Board of Education, uh, all of whom are on the board in no small measure because they were endorsed by members of the Columbus Education Association, which is now striking because of its conflict with the board members that it wanted to be elected to the Board of Education and got its way, and now they don't like them. Um, wants and needs are different, and I wish our teachers knew the difference between them. Another sign, Columbus students deserve, colon, a safe place to learn. Yes, they do deserve that. I can get on board the deserving of the safe place to learn. Don't think there's much the Board of Education can do about that. Not as much as, say, Andrew Ginther could do about that. See, I'm a big fan of tracing problems back to their root cause and taking care of the root cause, which then takes care of the roots and the tentacles and the shoots that come off that root cause. And if we have unsafe places to learn, see, I think it's a bigger, bigger issue than air conditioning. Because while you may be hot and 
uncomfortable and perspiring, you're not unsafe. Okay? You're unsafe because, well, let me see. Uh, Last night in Linden, a 17-year-old boy, who should be in school today, a 17-year-old boy is recovering after being shot multiple times overnight in the South Linden neighborhood. He was shot just before midnight. What is he doing out at midnight? Well, I guess they're not in school yet, so maybe he's having a a lark on his last couple nights without school. Shot just before midnight while inside a car with a 16-year-old, who also should be in school in the upcoming days, and an 18-year-old man in the 100 block of Jefferson Avenue. Uh, Good news, the 17-year-old is stable and recovering. My point in bringing that up is that there are many things about the city of Columbus and its neighborhoods where students who attend Columbus City Schools or should, uh, where what demonstrates the lack of safety is not necessarily and not even chiefly and certainly not first, the lack of air conditioning in several buildings. And I'm all for the air conditioning. I'm I'm 100% pro-air conditioning. Give the teachers air-conditioned buildings. That's the one thing here I can tell you I'm 100% about. Third sign, Columbus students deserve, colon, a safe working environment. Well, isn't that kind of redundant, a safe place to learn in a safe working environment? Seems to me like the students, I don't think of students working. I think of students learning. So here again, I think what you're saying is we're going to use the students. Because you know what they say on the signs is Columbus students deserve, Columbus students deserve, Columbus students deserve. And really, to me, the whole striking thing is not about the students. The whole striking thing is about what who wants. And who wants what is the teachers union, the union, the teachers, 94% of them who voted to go out. This is about what they think they deserve. This is not about what they, in their altruistic view of life, want the kids to have. This is about what the teachers firmly believe is a need, not a want, okay? A need, according to them, smaller class sizes, full-time PE teachers for elementary, which I think is nonsensical, idiotic. Remember recess? How well were you supervised at recess? What do they have, like one teacher on the grounds when we were kids running around playing Red Rover and Tag and other things like that? We survived. We survived, okay? So, no, don't need full-time PE teachers, music, art, electives. You can live without it. I didn't study music and art until I got into junior high and didn't really love doing it then. So contract expired at midnight, and the teachers are out by 7 a.m. picketing, and they will continue to picket until the board bends and gives them more money. Yeah, I'll say it right now. This is not about air conditioning. This is not about smaller class sizes. It is about more teachers, which is why they want art, music, and physical education instructors, because they want more union members, because more union members means more union dues, which means more money for union leadership and union causes and lobbying efforts by the union to get more Democrats like Andrew Ginther elected. That's what this is about. Now, the Board of Education is going to have to try to thread the needle here in a district where doesn't have a lot of money and needs to put a levy on the ballot in November, and they don't know how big a levy they need to put on the ballot in November because they really don't know what 
the teachers are going to settle with when it comes to economic issues in their current demand. I firmly believe if the Board of Education came back to the teachers with an 8% salary raise, which is the number the teachers have floated, the teachers would run to sign that deal without any additional art, music, and PE teachers, without any additional air conditioning, without any of the other fluff around the edges of these contract demands. This is all about the money. This is all about the money. And here's the problem. I don't think the public is in the teacher's camp on this. I think there are some people who are, but I think generally in the aftermath of the pandemic, parents in the city of Columbus are fed up with teachers who don't want to be in the classroom. And parents across the country are fed up with teachers who don't want to be in the classroom. They're fed up with teachers who use any one of a hundred wedge issues they can dream up for reasons not to be in the classroom, whether it's a vaccine, whether it's masks, whatever, whether it's economic issues, whether whatever, whether it's air conditioning, whatever it is, parents don't want to hear it. Parents are keenly aware that their students got vastly inferior educations during the pandemic. We became aware, as parents, generally speaking, that teachers were not teaching the things we thought teachers were teaching. And we became keenly aware that individual ideologies, whether they be political, sexual, whatever, psychological, individual ideologies of teachers, parents were shocked to find were the overriding number one priority of teachers during the, during the period where they were teaching kids on Zoom. Zoom gave parents an opportunity to look into and listen into the classroom, and parents didn't like what they heard. Parents were not only not liking what they heard, parents were appalled by what they heard, repulsed by what they heard. And now, in the first year where we're supposed to get back to, remember this word, normal, remember? We all wanted normal no vaccines, no mass mandates, just get up in the morning, off to school you go. You get on the bus, dad, mom takes you, you walk to school, whatever, however you do it, normal, 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 normal. Everything up until March of 2020, that's what we wanted. And the teachers are like, no, we don't want that. We're not going back to work. Not going to do it. And whether it's right or wrong, parents look at teachers as having gotten away with a lot during the pandemic. You got to work from home. You got to, you know, sort of deliver an inferior product, inferior results. And now that we are close to normal, there's still some whack jobs who are insisting on vaccines. Washington, D.C. You don't have a vaccine as a student? Can't go to school. Can't go to school. They won't let you. So parents just don't want to hear this anymore about how put upon teachers are because they're still mad about the kind of lack of education they're sons and daughters received during the pandemic and they think teachers ought to get back in the classroom and striking no matter how many times you put on the sign that the students deserve something tells us without without any doubt that this is about what you think you deserve not about what the students deserve there is of course a spirited race for the vacant, soon-to-be-vacant, Senate seat 
in the state of Ohio. Rob Portman retiring. J.D. Vance hoping to succeed him as the Republican senator from the state of Ohio. Uh, Tim Ryan. His campaign commercials, you cannot be blamed for thinking uh, Ryan wants to succeed Rob Portman as the Republican senator from the state of Ohio, since uh, Ryan is campaigning as a Republican. He's uh, impersonating a Republican. He talks about uh, how much he supported Donald Trump. And uh, he talks about China being uh, evil. Uh, The problem is Tim Ryan's voting record, and he has a long one, in Congress for two decades, uh, betrays his words. So Tim Ryan is a fake Republican. And you know what? He's not alone in being a fake Republican. There's another fake Republican out there who, if he had his way, would be running against Tim Ryan. That fake Republican is named Matt Dolan. Matt Dolan is is absolutely positively a Republican in name only because his official political designation is Republican. And I'm looking at a story here from the centersquare.com that says Matt Dolan has introduced Senate Bill 357. Play irony there, right? 357. What do you think when I say 357? You think of uh, Dirty Harry, right? The gun Dirty Harry carried. 357 Magnum. <laughs> well, Matt Dolan would like for uh, a lot of people not to be able to carry 357 Magnums or other guns because though he is, in name only, a Republican state senator, uh, Matt Dolan is pushing... Senate Bill 357, which he says protects both Senate Amendment rights, Second Amendment rights, rather, Second Amendment rights, and the public. Um, No, it protects Matt Dolan's keister in his, I believe, uh, lust to either run for, in the future, governor or senator against Sherrod Brown. Uh, Matt Dolan's proposal, uh, he frames... As one that is a best-of-both-worlds proposal, that he cites the mental health issues uh, that are proliferating in our society, and then he cites the uh, mass shootings that often happen because uh, crazy, deranged, young white males do stupid things. They take the gun rights that they are allowed to have because they are ensconced in our Constitution, and they go into schools, go into malls, go into places populated by many people, and open fire. That is, of course, a deplorable thing, and anyone with any modicum of compassion or conscience would love to eliminate it. But, I might add, anyone with a shred of common sense can tell you that it is a problem that no law, no law, can absolutely, positively eliminate that problem. Because... If you come up with laws to positively eliminate that problem, then you would live in a state where there is no freedom and no liberty. Freedom and liberty we paint as great things because we have, for the most part, up until uh, Obama took office, had freedom and liberty in our speech and our Second Amendment rights and other things, our assembly rights, on and on and on. But a part of freedom and liberty is the 
understanding that having it in a good way, freedom and liberty, also brings with it an inevitable minority of times when that freedom and liberty will be abused by others who are not in complete control of their faculties or who have lost perspective. And to eliminate the vast minority of people who take their freedom and liberty, use it to go buy a gun, and then use it to go into a place populated with other people and shoot them, to eliminate that would be to also eliminate the freedom and liberty from those of us who do have things in perspective and do get upset with things that happen in our society, but have the rationality not to go buy a gun and shoot people. And this is apparently a uh, piece of clarity that Matt Dolan is unable to grasp. So Matt Dolan's law would require kids ages 18 to 21 to have someone 25 or older co-sign for them when they purchase a weapon. Uh, Was that not exactly the same situation as the Highland Park Chicago shooter? Yes, it was. Okay, so it's already been proven. That doesn't prevent the kind of mass violence that we all deplore. Uh, The co-signer must be there at the time of the purchase and sign an affidavit of limited responsibility with the purchase. The co-signer could be civilly liable if the gun bought is used or brandished during the commission of a felony while the buyer is under the age of 21. So you now, as an adult, co-signing become responsible for whatever happens to that kid's mindset after you allow them, after you co-sign with them to purchase the gun. I do not believe that is constitutionally fair to the signer who allows the young person to purchase the gun. You can say, well, uh, you know, uh, you should know they're crazy. Is it conceivable that a kid's mindset could change from the age of 18 to the age of 21? I think that is more than conceivable. The way kids jump around with believing this one day and that the other day, I think that is more than conceivable. And so that's one reason why I think this is a completely flawed law. Dolan also allows for, uh, he says, complete due process to take place before someone would seize your firearms because you were deemed to be a threat to yourself or others. Here's the thing, Matt. Here's the thing. If you would pay attention at all to events that are going on, you would understand why a large number of us do not believe that due process exists for people who hold conservative values, who hold authentic Christian values. Due process we hope exists. Do I have a great deal of confidence that it exists? No, I do not. No, I do not. I do not have a great deal of confidence that it exists. I believe that there are many things that identify people as quote-unquote dangers, particularly to those who are currently in power. Uh, Do you give a large uh, majority of your income, or a large portion, rather, of your income to uh, an evangelical church? That identifies you. Do kids go to a private Christian school? That identifies you. Are you a registered Republican? That identifies you. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.